everybody to the You Heard It Here First podcast. It is your host, Sammy DeYoung. With, I switched it up a little. Yeah, you switched up there. With my lovely co-host, lovely. Pastor Josh. Same adjective. No new adjectives. I'm trying to think what other adjective I could use for you. Dashing. Hey, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing well. How are you, I'm Sammy? Peachy. Peachy. Yeah. As I say, if I was going to use an adjective to describe you, that's the one that you use most often to describe yourself. But that's normally like a feeling. Mm-hmm. But I don't know that that's... Still an adjective. You would say with my peachy co-host. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. You have some interesting pants on today. Thank you. Uh, they're embroidered. I didn't say they were bad. I just, I, they're interesting. Yeah, I've they never got... seen jeans like that before. Oh, really? They're kind of, I think they're kind of cute and fun. So you're wearing jeans and they have little embroidered flowers? Is yeah. it flowers? Okay. Yeah. At first glance, it looked like they were like seashells. Oh, but I can see that. Little flowers about what, four or five inches apart? Something like of... that. Yeah. Some of them are like by themselves and some of them are in little groupings of flowers. I'm not going to think... lie. The first time I wore these pants and I was eating, I thought I spilled on my pants a lot. Because <laughs> I would look down and see something on my pants and I'm like, how do I keep doing this? But it's just the flowers. <laughs> how long have you uh, had these? I don't think I've seen you. Wear I've these worn them before. I don't think I've seen them. But not them. that often. Okay. I've probably worn them to youth group a couple times, but. Just try to avoid eating while you have them. <laughs> well, it just really threw me off and I was like, what's wrong with me? No, I, I probably had them like six months, maybe okay. nine months. Nice. I like them. They're comfy. They're cool. Yeah, I I don't think I've ever seen them before. So yeah, I'm I don't wear them a ton. Nice. Yeah. So other than your pants, how are you? I'm good. I played some tennis this morning. Ooh, so that was fun. And were you pretty rusty? No. I, did I tell you about the? I've been going to like tennis drills, probably like oh. one to two times a week. Is this a way of preparing for the tennis season? Yes, I've been going probably six weeks now. Okay, two times a week, and I've been asked to join two teams. Wow! So that's been what fun. kind of teams would these be? They're like older ladies. How old are we talking, Sammy? <sighs> I'd say. I mean, I'm probably the youngest probably the youngest yeah i am the youngest okay. i'd say the rest are probably anywhere between like i don't know 40 and 65 okay well when you said older yeah older, well, older than you, me older than clearly me. means something older than me yes which means something older than somebody else i'd say maybe a couple are like 35 would be my guess oh, that's pretty old no that was <laughs> me saying there's younger people i don't know they're usta teams okay and they're pretty fun and they're doubles there's it's both doubles and singles i've only played one um other so i play for the premieres team do you know what premier is i play for one of their two of their teams and they play either other premier teams premier teams or like mvp or sportsplex or there's something for hope so it's like a local league of yeah Adults who want to keep playing tennis yeah. but aren't good enough to make it to the professional yes, realms. Probably. Wow. Yeah. Okay. But it's fun. It's probably just more for fun. 
Yeah. I don't know that people would want to go pro from these teams, but they're it's for fun. Because there's different. And you're having fun. I'm having a great time. Nice. I won my first match. Good for you. Thank you. Came back from almost losing. Hmm. It was an intense game. So when I played tennis, I remember momentum being a very big part of tennis. I think it is. How do you, as a coach, try to get your girls in the right headspace mm. to not have momentum turn against them, but keep it on their side? Ooh, I don't know how I do that. I try to be encouraging and then just tell them what I'm seeing, because if they keep making the same mistakes, i got to help them adjust from making those same mistakes. I see. Yeah. Nothing too crazy. But that's basically what was happening to us. They kept winning their games and we just couldn't stop them but then we started winning and they couldn't stop us what did you change i don't know i think i got a little more aggressive at the net and that helped um i don't know i also played with a person i'd never met before so we were still trying to figure each other out playing doubles is hard you have to learn tendencies yeah i'm i would much rather play singles at this point okay but I also have fun at the net, so it's kind of hard. Mm. I don't know. I can see that. Yeah. Nice. It's been fun. <clears throat> and tennis starts for coaching on Monday. Ooh. So I have lots of new ideas from these drills. Okay. That's I was going to ask went. you about that. Yeah. Was this primarily for, for fun, or was this for in growing your coaching arsenal? Um, It started as growing my coaching arsenal. I'm trying to make you sound good. Thank you. <laughs> but then... It turned into fun, and I just like going now. But I also got a lot of good ideas. So it's been fun. Nice. What about you? What have you been up to? Well, I had my initial coaching meeting last night, which was very boring. You're what? So I coach ASO United soccer team for 11 and 12-year-olds. Okay. So we have a mandatory coaches meeting every... Oh, it wasn't fun? Oh, my word. It was so bad. Shoot. But... Got to go. If you're going to be a coach, you know how that goes. You didn't learn anything? Not really. Sorry. We didn't I really don't talk. know how that goes, actually. We didn't really talk about soccer. Oh. Shoot. So that was kind of disappointing. Um, but yeah, we've been, uh, we've had the the sicknesses going mm. around the Vendrunen house Bummer. with some stomach stuff and Ugh. fever, but not quite fever. Mm-hmm. Shoot. Kids go to bed early and then fall asleep, which is unheard of. Parents are tired. Mm. So, yeah, trying to get that out of the house. Yeah. Um, yeah, we had kind of a fun day uh, yesterday. Mm-hmm. We had... Uh, yesterday to us right now is Tuesday. Yep. So Thank you this, for clarifying. So Tuesday, Tuesday. Uh, Byron Center Christian always does a different pastor appreciation time than mm-hmm. all the other schools. So then it was yesterday. What do you so mean we, a different time? Well, normally Pastor Appreciation Month is October. Oh, I see what you mean. So they had a a chapel and donuts. and So we went and saw the, the kids at school mm-hmm. yesterday. And that's always kind of fun to see yeah. them in their realm. Mm-hmm. Try to embarrass them as best we can. I think you successfully embarrassed a few. Do you think I embarrassed anyone that wasn't my child? Mm. I mean, it's easy for me to embarrass my Maybe children. Maybe one, but I don't know how embarrassed that one was. I mean, embarrassing your children as a parent is like saying you get up in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe for you. But yeah, you had. It's kind of fun to do that. Yeah, 
it was fun to go see the kids. I don't think we embarrassed them too bad. No. No. I was surprised how many of them know, knew you. Like, I'm a popular gal. <laughs> <laughs> Just a kidding. Popular a popular gal. <laughs> <laughs> you describe yourself on the one hand as an old lady on the tennis circuit, and now you're a popular I gal. <laughs> Uh, no discrepancy. I. <laughs> You're well known among the youth. Yeah, I of Byron say, Center. I would say so. Yeah. I know quite a few of them from youth group because yeah. we don't have a ton of middle schoolers at First Colorado currently. But they do invite a lot of. Friends. But they invite a lot of friends, yeah. and even if they don't come to youth group all the time. We tend to have quite a few come on the retreat, and that's a mm-hmm. long chunk of time to spend with these kids. So I got to know quite a few of the seventh grade boys this year and last year a little bit. So nice. it's fun seeing some of the kids I don't see a ton, but we spent a long weekend together. It was fun. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah, other than that, we are, uh, yeah, it's been kind of a, Busy stretch for you and for me. You've got the mm-hmm. youth fundraiser coming up. That's in, let's see, one week from today, the day the podcast drops, right? No. A week and a day. A week and a day. Yeah. That's right. Yikes. Don't say that. Oh, I'm sorry. <clears throat> I just keep thinking of more and more things I need to put on my list. Don't do. you have a, a list that you go through every year? Sort of a checklist? In oh, my, it's in your head. In my head. Honestly, it's probably written down somewhere, but. Who knows it? what I labeled it last year? You could label it youth fundraiser. <laughs> Everything for the youth fundraiser starts out youth group fundraiser, and then there's I don't know. Don't ask about how my okay computer works. You mean your brain? No, my computer. Oh. How things are saved. Oh, okay. Well, you pointed to your I brain, know. and then they you talked didn't about know that. <laughs> they didn't know that. The secret they behind the the microphone. Yeah. Anyway, it's coming together good, I think. Nice. I'm excited. I think it'll be a fun one. So we also had a unique opportunity on Tuesday, af- late morning, not afternoon, late morning. Yes. To uh, talk a little bit at South mm-hmm. Christian High School at their... I think we should pause a second and yes. note to the people that this would normally be our intro. Oh, but there's no guests this week. Stay tuned for the interview but between the two of us. We're just going to talk. Everybody. This week. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> and now you can continue. Now I can continue. Go okay. ahead. So uh, every other year or so, uh, South has a faith celebration day. That's what they said to me yesterday. It's like at every other year they do career or faith celebration. Oh, the kids that I talk to seem to have no idea. I think probably because of COVID. Oh, that makes sense. So we were asked to go and talk for 40 minutes mm-hmm. about a topic that high school students would find. Yes. Anything engaging. to challenge, equip, or encourage them in their faith. And it sounds like you were quite successful. Is that right? I think it went well. Well, it sounds like your kids were very engaged. Yeah. Which is great. Yeah. I think so, it, I think it went well. Uh tell us a little bit about what you what you talked about. Um so why. my topic was community. I'm very big into community. Yeah. Did you know this? Um 
So when you think of community, what do you what do you primarily think of think about? I think about well, my view of community is shifting currently because of a study that I'm doing and I'm oh. more I'm thinking about it. But I think it's the people you surround yourself with. Okay. I think there's people that you choose to have in your life that are part of community and there's people that are already in your life and it's up to you how you want to have them in your community. And even if it's not people you would normally pick to have in your community, they might be there for a reason. Is this study a, a book you're reading or like a actual yes. study you're reading? A book. The a book. Jenny okay. Allen Find Your People book. Oh, yeah. I'm doing that with the junior and senior girls for Bible study and it's been really good for me to read it, but it's also been cool to hear how much the girls are enjoying it and how much they want to have like genuine connection with people. So did your uh, disc presentation, this whole community presentation grow out of the conversations you had yeah. in that Bible study? Yeah. Jenny Allen has a part in her book where she lists different kinds of friends and how you need different kinds of friends in your life. And the disc model kind of connects to that. So the disc model is what I primarily focused on during my sectional at South. Real quick overview of the DISC model. Yeah, for the... so it's a behavior test, and there's four. So DISC is D-I-S-C, and each letter stands for something. So Ds are extroverted, task-oriented. Is are extroverted, people-oriented. Ss are introverted, people-oriented. And Cs are introverted, task-oriented. Yeah, you nailed it. Yes. I've been through that thing. So you can actually uh, take this test if you'd like, mm -hmm. listener, uh, for free on truity.com. T-R-U-I-T-Y. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. We're not advertising for them. We're simply noting it. It's a free yes. test if you'd like to figure out where you, mm -hmm. where you fall. So Yes. Um, so you can do that test online. But you did it in but a really unique way. you can way. also do it in like a fun, interactive way. So... I had the kids answer questions and go on. I had a tape on the floor and they had to pick a side. So then once they were on a certain side, I added another piece of tape the other direction. Is that enough of a, a visual, you think? Well, one of the... It makes a quadrant. One, quadrants. one of the questions that uh, is part of this uh, test is whether or not you use your hands when you speak. <laughs> and... Uh, for the audience, Sammy was using her hands, making a quadrant. She was making an X and an. We should have videoed this one. Yeah, not, it might have helped. <laughs> I mean, not in a not in a bad way. Just that's yeah. you were imagining that people could see this, and it also helps me. I'm I'm not in the same quadrant as no. Sammy, as you probably all could guess. And I'm sitting here with my hands folded, <laughs> not moving. I don't know how to do that. So And that's all right. That's, fine. that's good. That's basically what we talked about. So I got all the kids in their different quadrants and talked about how we are created differently, but we're all created to be in community and you need different kinds of people in your life to encourage you or to challenge you. And we talked a little bit about how we can see Jesus in each one of those quadrants. Hmm. Um so the I got my workshop help from Grace Adventures and they have different oh, yeah. verses for each. You had said you had taken that as part of your yes. working there. They do it for staff training and when you're a high school camper they go through it. So I've oh. done it many times. Okay. Are you always the same? I think I Or I've would always... you say that you've I think I've always landed in the I quadrant. But have you the other parts of it changed? The other parts of the test or the What do you mean? Well 
so like the size of each quadrant mm. has that changed as you've grown? I don't think so. Okay. I think I've been this way for a long time. This way. But not in a bad way. No. I think you are who God yes, created you to be. More that's what I meant. Yeah. Yeah. I think I I guess a little bit when I was working at Grace Adventures, I really wanted a lot of leadership, so I would try to push myself to be more of like a D one where I'm trying mm. to be task oriented. Task oriented, yeah. but I just don't naturally sure go that way. But then there's other times when I like in newer situations I would flex the other way and become a little bit more introverted. But the people oriented never really has shifted. Sure. Yeah. Um, but it was good. So then we talked about seeing Jesus and all of those and how each different behavior style and personality type can glorify God was kind of the focus of it in that you need different types of people in your community. So you worked through this with the, probably the majority of the staff on Mm -hmm. Monday, Monday, yep. which was kind of an interesting. It was, I was all alone on my (laughs) side. Make it sound so sad. I'm all alone, but uh, that's okay. And I yeah. wasn't necessarily surprised by that. So then we we also took uh, at least three of us four. took the Aaron four of us you. took the mm-hmm. test online, mm-hmm. um, which clarified a little bit of a couple of the staff members. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, we we did learn that uh, Sammy and I are in opposite quadrants. <laughs> which typically people who are in opposite quadrants struggle to get along. Mm-hmm. So some of the tension that comes out of this podcast oh, is... <laughs> my goodness. <laughs> I uh, thought you were going to spin that in now, but we're the the rare that actually get along. That's what I think. <laughs> I would say that's true. We do get yeah. along. And I don't think it's always true that you can't get along with the person. No, of course not. It's, I think what I was going to ask you, uh, about was one of the things that I thought was interesting for when I, we did it as a staff is mm-hmm. you recognize, yeah, we're all different, but if we were all thinking about the church the same or mm-hmm. people the same, mm-hmm. that would not end up being very good at all because then yeah. no one is helping mm-hmm. broaden the picture or provide a different perspective. And so, mm-hmm. um, yeah, if if I think that the whole world should think like me, mm. That's not great. No. Um, and no one would want that. Mm-hmm. Right. I've, uh, and yeah, you would say the same thing. Like, yeah. if everyone thought like you, it just, it wouldn't be as. Be chaos. Well, not necessarily <laughs> chaos. It just, it just wouldn't be as healthy. Yeah. Right. So, um, yeah, it was, it was interesting to see how uh, the different staff members sort of fell on those. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, we naturally sort of fit yeah. in certain categories. Yeah. I thought it was good. Nice. Yeah. So if you were going to take this um, another step, mm-hmm. uh, either with high school students or this Bible study you're leading, mm-hmm. um, maybe you've witnessed what they did at Grace Adventures, but how mm-hmm. how would you sort of uh, take this information further mm. or use it more specifically either in our context or like running another sectional or in your day-to-day life yeah more like what do you do with this information like so you and i are in opposite quadrants Mm -hmm. okay now what do we do with that yeah 
in day-to-day life. Yeah. Yeah. I was actually talking one of the other speakers there yesterday, Ben Vandercody was there from Grace Adventures. And I was talking to her, to him and another lady. And they were talking about how knowing your differences with people allows you to have more grace with other people. Cause sometimes when people that aren't very similar to me do things, I'm like, why are you doing it that way? It should be this way. But then I have to think their thought process is probably different than mine. So it gives me more grace with people understanding that they might just think through things differently than me, or they might take more time or less time in certain things. So that's what I think is the most important part of it. It allows you to give people a little bit more grace and have more understanding. One of the things that I thought of later would, would be an interesting uh, reflection. Uh, at the end of our time together as a staff, you le- you read through, I think there were seven or eight words. Mm-hmm. And I thought the majority of those words could be interpreted on opposite ends of the spectrum. Mm. Like playful. I don't know if playful was one of the words, but mm-hmm. it, like the word playful could be a real positive, able to see a situation with, uh, you know, levity, uh, a sense of creativity. Mm-hmm. But playful could also be doesn't take things seriously, mm. doesn't um, have the ability to you know, hunker down and get something done, which would be a negative thing. And so mm-hmm. um, I thought as you were reading through those words, hmm. uh, what instinct do we have when we hear that word? Hmm. Uh, so if I hear like that you're playful, do I immediately think, oh, it's because Sammy doesn't take it seriously? Or do I think, oh, that's a really positive trait because she's always bringing a certain bounce or levity or creativity Mm -hmm. and imagination of the situation. And so um, that was just something I thought, you know, if you were going to take it another step further, Mm -hmm. sort of explore, uh, which gets at some of what you were talking about with the whole thought process and grace for other people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. Nice. Yes. And what did you talk about at yours? Well, I talked about how to discern God's will, mm-hmm. and um, it I didn't have quite the same kind of reception that you did. Here's the, for the okay. people listening at home. Mine is was quite interactive. The kids yeah. were moving around. It was I a little more casual. Make, I tried to make mine interactive. Okay, but, but like mine, they had to move around. Sure, that's okay. So I don't want it to sound like mine was fun and yours was lame because that's not what it was. No, I'm I'm not I'm not saying that. Okay, I mean, good. mine was more of a. Yeah, it's just a different kind of presentation. Okay. So one of the things that I, we've talked about this is um, often high school students feel um, overwhelmed that they're going to make the wrong decision Mm -hmm. when it comes to what's next or Mm -hmm. how to move forward. And the, the pastor side of me wants to... I give permission, but give a sense of it's okay. Mm-hmm. So I talked about a couple of different things. <clears throat> One of them is um, when we're created in God's image, God gives uh, as part of that purpose. So he lays out a whole bunch of things that the people are going to do, and that doesn't leave when sin enters the world. Mm-hmm. So we clearly have purpose. And so um, the way that I think about sort of, how do we live in the meantime is um, Matthew 25, primarily the parable of the talents. So, you know, the parable, mm-hmm. first one gets five talents. 
and then it becomes five more. The next one gets two talents, becomes two more. Um, what's interesting to me about that parable is the master gives the talents and leaves with no direction about what to do. Hmm. So it's left to the receiver of the gifts to decide how best to use them. Hmm. What's also fascinating to me is that we're not told what they do. Hmm. The simple it, it appears, again, the simplest reading, it appears that if you use your talent, it will double. Mm-hmm. Simply using what you've been given hmm. will have a doubling effect because of we live in God's economy. The, the worst thing you could do is say, I don't think I have this talent. I'm not going to use it and bury it. Hmm. Right. And that's the servant who gets in trouble. And so, mm-hmm. you know, my, my, so then I asked the kids the question, what do you want to do? What are you interested in? Uh, in a dream world, what would you do? What are you good at? And uh, what what comes naturally to you? Uh, and I said, you know, one of the things that I would encourage you to do as a student is, what are you good at compared to the people around you? Not in a prideful sense, but if you're making a birdhouse and shop class and it looks like an ashtray, maybe skilled woodworking isn't for you. But if you're in calculus and this is a breeze mm-hmm. compared to everybody else, you probably have a future in numbers. Like that's how God made you. Mm-hmm. So sort of what comes naturally. So that was sort of where I started. And I just wanted the kids to think first and foremost, how am I made in God's image? What talents do I have? Mm-hmm. Of course, that bumps up against circumstances. So mm-hmm. uh, things happen. You know, you might have, uh, I might have wanted to be an opera singer. Well, I don't have an opera voice. It's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. So circumstances mean I can't pursue certain activities. Um, some of our experiences, we try something out and decide ultimately we maybe don't like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I talked also about community. Uh, and I said, chances are there are people in your life who know what you would be really good at. So I told them about um, how my mom knew I was going to be a pastor when I was a kid. Mm. I didn't know that. She never even told me this till later. But she said, I knew you were going to be a pastor based on how you prayed as a child. Mm. Uh, and I, she never pushed me to be a pastor, never thought, oh, you'd be really good at that. She just That was something that sort of came out later. But mm-hmm. I also, I said to the kids, I also never asked my mom. What do you think you should do? Or what do you think I should do? Yeah. Um, But I had people who spoke into my life and said, yeah, you clearly have gifts. And so I also talked about experiences in high school where um, I would give chapel talks. So I, you know, and I wouldn't get nervous in front of people, Mm -hmm. which is unusual. And so um, trying to help the kids see. Uh, there are things that are going to sort of rise to the surface in terms of how you um, develop. Mm-hmm. And then the last part I talked about, uh, we're given the freedom to choose. And not that there's a, I don't want to say that there's a, 
there's not a wrong direction. But if you're looking at Kelvin and Hope and Ferris and Grand Valley, mm-hmm. God is not saying one of those is right and the other ones are sinfully wrong. Mm. They're all good options. Mm-hmm. And if you choose Grand Valley and God wants you at Kelvin, he'll make that happen, right? He'll yeah. He'll overwhelm you with a scholarship package or he will have something out of the blue change your mind. He will, uh, we see that in the the biblical stories, right? God wants Abraham to move. And so mm-hmm. there's this unbelievable thing that happens. So my encouragement with, to the kids was just walk forward faithfully, trusting mm-hmm. that the way God has gifted you, the people that he's put in your life, the experiences you've had uh, are going to uh, provide you with a sense of of call and that this is what God wants you to do. Mm-hmm. So it came out of my pastoral heart. I'm not sure because they're, I'm not their pastor. They heard it that way, but mm. that's okay. I'm sure at least relayed to a few of the kids. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, I think it's an important thing for them to hear about as well. I think so. <clears throat> yeah, I think, I think there's, uh, I think it's important for all of us Yeah. to have a sense of, uh, yeah, we're called to be faithful in what we've been given. And mm-hmm. That's a, okay. Yeah. Great. Well, we're out of time for today, but thanks for chatting with me today. And thank you all for listening. It's good to talk. <laughs>